podcast people to the Hack the Dino podcast for people who like podcasts. I'm Ben Rosenthal, joined here today by the immortal one, Floppy Starrick. Hello, everybody. I decided to change your name. Do you like it? I did. Mm, good. And uh, even do. Good. The other immortal one <laughs> who collects limbs, Dan McGuinness. I am immortal. Hello. How are you going? And Drayden. <laughs> Drayden Wheatbix. Drayden's here as well. Hey, Drayden. This this entire running gag from chat all of a sudden from you guys stuffing up my bloody name. God damn. <laughs> oh, Drayden. Drayden Wheatbix is the best name. Oh, no, because it's a... too close to Dreidel. You're going to get sued by Sanitarium. Anyway, on today's podcast show, we've got Drayden joining us, but also we're talking about hacking. More specifically, is hacking a good thing? Can it be a good thing? And more importantly, what illegal felonies have we committed by <laughs> buying <laughs> hacking-like things? All that and much more incriminating evidence coming up more on today's Hack the Dino podcast. Or night, whenever you're listening. Doesn't matter. Do you know what's awesome? Do you know what's really, really awesome? Ghost of Tsushima. Some may say it's even the game of the year, but it won't be. It'll be Animal Crossing. But Ghost of Tsushima is releasing a free update, and we finally got a date for that free update. It's the 16th of October, which is next Friday as we <laughs> record this. Um, it is. We can see the trailer uh, uh, playing now. That's the word I was looking for. I was going to say rolling. I thought, no, it's not rolling. It's the tape thing. is rolling. Uh, so Ghost of Tsushima, it is uh, New Game Plus you get, and you also get a whole new multiplayer mode where you and three other people can take on the mythical world of Japan. So you may have noticed in playing the game that they stayed away purposely from all the uh, supernatural and mystical background of Japan, which is really rich and really awesome. I'm a big fan of the Tengu. Um, that's because they wanted this uh, uh, Ghost of Tsushima Legends DLC to come out. Um, it's a, well, a two-player story or a four-player survival mode. There's horde modes, um, and you basically play these oni or these yokai going on a, a hunt for um, demons, and it looks spectacular. How similar those masks? There, oh, they were terrifying. It, it. I'm really looking forward to. It. I haven't even finished the uh, the game yet. And I feel a bit guilty about that. You can also pet the ghost dogs, by the way. There's <gasps> yes! ghost dogs, and you can pat them. Yes. You said pet. I know. I was yeah, American I, for a second. It was a little bit thrown Heavy by that. Heavy petting. Mm, mm. Um, this is, this is, I, I, I'm not massively through Ghost of Tsushima. I'm on to like the second island. I'm still it. on the first island because I just started doing all side quests. I just went like full Legend of Zelda, Breath of the Wild, and went exploring and just killed things. But apparently there is a bit more mysticalness later on in the game. Oh, is there? I uh, thought I, they stayed away from it. Um, well, apparently, I, I think so. I like that bit where it shows in this trailer he pulls out his sword and it's on fire, which doesn't seem like accurate, but <laughs> I do like that idea. It's, it's pretty cool. Though. Totally historically accurate. Mm. All right, let's move on. Okay, that's cool. Free games, floppy. What do you got? Oh, uh, okay. We don't have an intro for that, do we? Yeah, yeah, cool. we do. Uh, do we do? We do. We really need that for sure. Yeah, Tony Hawk's there. He, yeah, he, my favourite guy. He has objections to free games because <laughs> yeah. you actually have to pay for them. Yeah. They're all free games if you pay for them. Except if you're on PC. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Uh, so for the PlayStation, coolest free game at the moment, Vampire. Cool. That's a cool <laughs> vampire car game we got there. There he is. Vampire, this, there we are. This is the uh, uh, PlayStation video which just shows everything. Yeah, so IGN gave this a 7 out of 10 and they've written a slow burn of an RPG taking its time to ramp up its intriguing blend of science and supernatural in an elaborately gloomy version of London. Uh, if you haven't played this, it is actually really cool. It is a, it is a slow burn. My favourite thing about this is the difficulty level is kind of set depending on how you play the game. Oh! So you're a vampire. Mm -hmm. Do you sparkle? Uh, no. Good. Are there Good. other vampires? Like, are you the yes. only vampire? No, there are other vampires. Are you in a guild? You are a doctor who is now a vampire Ooh. who has been turned. So you are a man of science who is now dealing with the fact that you're a... Oh, so your whole life has been not believing in vampires. Yeah. And then suddenly you are one. And you're like, uh-oh. And the difficulty in the game because is based around how you play it. Kind of like an infamous sort of thing, moral thing. If you are a, a bit of a dicky vampire and just go around and eat everyone, you get really powerful, and you're you know you're it's the game is easier because you are so powerful. If you want to say create more relationships and learn more of the backstory and learn more of the characters around the game, you don't eat them. You eat like uh, rats and stuff like that. Oh. You're not as powerful. The game's harder, but you get more out of the story, sort of a thing. So you, so, the, so yeah. the NPCs you can actually eat them. 
yes, at you your leisure. And you can cut out is, a whole story arcs and stuff. You can, yeah, from eating them. And then you can, so you get to know people, and you get to, you go back and you talk to them. And the more you learn about them, the sweeter their blood comes to you, becomes Ooh. for you. So if you become really close with someone and learn lots about them, but then just eat that person, you get a bit more powerful than if you just ate them before and had to eat like three or four people. I say yeah, eat. Right. I mean, I suck say them like blood. your bonds make them. So instead like... of eating them, you need to suck them. Yes. Right. And the better you know them, the better the suck. Yeah, yeah. You get a lot more emotionally yeah. attached to it, yeah. and therefore the sweeter their blood is. Too. I always find it, it the comes suck a lot of a stranger is more exhilarating. <laughs> and sucking a lot. We of made strangers. it. We made it for like an hour. <laughs> an hour. Calm down. <laughs> um, but yeah, I re- I really like this game. It was really cool. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Seven out of ten. IGN Vampire. Sweet. Uh, over on the Xbox, we're gonna go Doom Eternal. Yeah. Played this. Yeah, I think so we've all is, played it, this, haven't we? Is this part of the Bethesda handshake? Yep, this was Bethesda announced like towards the end of September that they joined Microsoft, or Microsoft owned them, and then they went, oh, October 1st, here, have Doom Eternal, everyone. Yeah, just and have this it game's for free. Rad. Man, I paid for this. Uh, this we is all paid my... for this, but I'm happy to have paid for this. Yeah, same here. This is my biggest gripe with all these free games. I keep seeing ones that I've bought, and I'm like, well, this is irrelevant to me, because I've already got it, and I paid for it. Yeah, but it won't stay there forever. Got to say, as uh, now that we've been uh, running the uh, Hack the Dino Twitter account a little bit more than what we were, um, watching uh, the Xbox and Bethesda accounts just like be super friendly and joking around with each other is hilarious. Is, is it, it? Is it adorable? It's really sweet. It's like they finish each other's sentences and stuff. Is it as adorable as the the Doom guy Isabel sort of stuff that was out at the start of the year? Yes, it's as wholesome <laughs> as that. It's great. Um, that but was yeah, funny, if you've actually. got games pass obviously go play doom if you haven't it's so much fun it's a lot a lot of fun it's not um combo button button mushy which i was afraid it was they kept it very very simple true to the original doom like you just run around shooting people it's just so but there's much still violence. a lot of um there's still a lot of like thinking about how to get through waves of oh enemies. yeah totally and mm. even on and baby you- mode which is how i play it because Me i too. like to experience the game uh <laughs> yeah you, you uh you get the challenge uh as well as you come along like the very first challenge i came up against is a, like a spider demon and his little laser is the weak point and you have to get your aiming right that's like level one no, yeah. that, you hit him with rockets man so it just hits all of it oh okay well i only had a shotgun at the time <laughs> um over on the epic store which is 100 percent free now we i'm gonna have trouble pronouncing they this. do a weekly game by the way Pikuniku? Pikuniku. 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 Oh, i couldn't do it adorable. Uh, i actually don't know anything about this it's a pokemon no, it, it's definitely it is not. not a Pokemon. If you put the, uh, if, if you put the trailer, it actually explains. <laughs> it explains what is delightful uh, dystopian adventure. This actually looks quite cool. Yeah, about making people happy. Now, did you say this had something this to do bit? with Calamari Damacy? Uh, I did, but I believe I was incorrect. I think now, you might have been too. This doesn't look anything like Calamari Damacy. No, apparently, like it's 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 got underlining vibes of like. Um, Running a town, being political, like all this weird it looks like like, unravel. bureaucracy. It's all about, yeah, look, deep, deep state, state conspiracies. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's one of those games that looks turkey, but the dudes who made it know what comedy is and know, know what they're doing. And I reckon it might get a, a bit, um, like, <laughs> ag- what was that, aggressive town folk? <laughs> yeah. But anyway, so that's what we have this week for free games if you pay for them. And now it's time to talk about a little bit of news that happened during the week that Dan brought to our attention. Uh, Members of Team Executor have been arrested over their years of Nintendo hacking. Dan, do you want to talk us through this? So if you don't know who Team Executor is, they're basically a bunch of dudes who make software and hardware so you can basically play copied and pirated versions of games. So, so if you remember the R4 for the DS? Yeah, that, so that was the first thing. Um, can we find a, a picture of an R4, Braden? It's if, basically if... just a, a DS card that says oh, R4, yes. and it had a mini SD card that you could put into your computer through the card slot. So the funniest thing about hearing this is that as a, as someone who was like a kid with the uh, the DS, um, I had learnt about these, and I wanted one so bad. Um, but I never got one because yeah. my parents wouldn't buy so it. So basically, me. you download illegal ROMs from the internet, put it on the SD card, put that SD card into the cartridge, and then put that in your Game Boy, and you can play illegally downloaded games. Damn. Oh, or ROMs, as they're called. ROMs, there it there is. There we are, the R4. Um, so they've created that, but they've been doing this for years. These mm. dudes were around PS1 times, uh, you know, uh, and before, if there was a time before then, PS. And so they've been arrested. 
They're in jail. Yep. Um, it, it only took them, you know, 25 years. For well, it is Nintendo. They They're are in jail? on the back foot. What? They're in jail. Yeah. Wow. They've been, oh, well, they've been arrested um, over over hacking. I always assume the word arrested means you're put in jail. Is no, that it means you're jail? taken down to the police station. They you take your photo and they go, right, uh, no, you can go. Just don't go anywhere. Tillin the villain in the chat says he's not ashamed to admit that he had an R4. I also had an R4. I wish I had one. Um, I had, um, so what, what, what are people's, what are you guys' opinions on hacking? Like, or, we'll talk about hacking first. So this hacking. is, yeah. Um, so we've got hacking so and soft emulation. Mods. Soft mods. Um, obviously they're illegal uh, and they rob the studio and the publisher of the money that they're entitled to because they worked hard to, to get the game. Um, I believe, what was the joke for years? That uh, it was a backup of the game that you already yeah. own? That, that was Like the... burning a DVD? Yeah, yeah. yeah I, I already own it. It's just my backup. There's I wonder if they just that. dropped that and that was Nintendo's in. They were just like, oh, look, they didn't say this backup for this one. We got them. We got them, boys. We got them. <laughs> so I've been watching that for 25 like years. Little, uh, party, poppers, party poppers went off and glitter came down in the uh, Nintendo offices. We got it. Or the, team the, went the, in. the girl from Ghostbusters, like the first time they get a ghost. We got one. <laughs> I think hacking, I'm really torn about it because I know that people suffer from it, but I also like some of the ingenuity that comes out because of it. Like if you look at the Game Sharks that came out back in the day, those things added years to your gaming experience, especially back then when Nintendo games were $100 Australian. Um, and we're headed back towards that with the new generation with the games costing $125 Australian. You're not going to be able to have, uh, well, majority of people, I assume, won't be able to buy a game like every week, every month. They'll have to last you a bit longer. And these hacking devices, you know, gave you something a little bit extra to play with if you were bored of the game. Um, Maybe people will start finishing games now. <laughs> I feel like they're 120. Make, well, them, 100, too. make them 150 bucks. So we're going to get one game a year. Yeah. So I am all for modding consoles. Yep. But, so I have, have, but I have a rule. Oh, what's your rule? So my rule is like I have quite a few modded consoles. I have a modded. Brayden, just get on the phone to the police for me, please. We've got him. The Nintendo police. Got him. He's admitted it live on air. We got, we got proof. We got I've proof. Got on modded... We finally got him. Uh, original PS2, which now has four terabytes in it. I have a, a modded original Xbox, um, which has like a, a terabyte drive in there, something like that. I have a modded Wii. So I only mod consoles that aren't in production and games aren't being made for anymore. Mm. That you can't buy new That's stuff. That's your rule. Because I'm not then taking money away from any developers. Yep. Very so once they're not being made... No, once the companies aren't making money from them, I will feel free to. But then you've got that argument of Nintendo putting it on their Nintendo stores now. Like I still got that anyway, so I'm which are ROMs. Yeah. Uh, anyway, a uh, very good point brought up by One Up Gaming in the chat is that uh, Mrs. Pac-Man was a hack. Yes, it was. Yeah, yeah. I watched um, that on that new show on Netflix. High Score. Yeah. So High Score is a really cool. Uh, light version of uh, gaming history you should check it out it it's still goes pretty deep though it's, it's, it goes for eight it hours doesn't, it doesn't go deep at all but it is very well, very good hours? at what they uh what they cover in there but yeah uh mrs pac-man was a hack they was also a hack to missile crisis um and what's funny there is the guys who hacked it were actually offered jobs because <laughs> they did that such a good job ingenuity that's like yeah. when you know when uh, hackers break into fort Knox or whatever in real life and they get jobs in the government instead of taking yeah. to jail because they're too frank abagnale jr was so good at forging checks he got a job with the FBI yeah it, it's a, I, I think it's needed I honestly think that hackers help developers push the medium forward if that makes sense like it, it does it depends on what they're hacking really and how well, far they go and are they gaining monetary value out of it like I remember back in the day that Doom released the source code so hackers could um, hack create, it yeah hack it like they openly said go ahead and hack it and you got oh, things man. like the Swedish chef's kitchen of doom you I, got uh, Simpsons doom I had the hits from the bong Cypress Hill one like, and, you, really and when you cool, got little bongs every time you got one instead of a boom really cool fun stuff and I, I really think that hacking has its place in gaming lore um, as 1UP Gaming said like there, there is a play it's always been here and it will always be there well, what is, I mean, boil it down. What is hacking? Hacking is programming. Yeah. That's it. That's what it is. And not everyone can do it. I can't do it. I can't. But then there's it. the other uh, flip of the coin is the piracy. So, or creating devices. So this is what these guys have been done for. Yeah. So, um, oh, first I want to know. So you said, have you, have you ever had hacking stuff? Uh, have yeah, you ever yeah. had mod, like chip? Or... Oh yeah. I've got a modded Wii that I got given. I've had, um, DS, uh, R4s, uh, R4 things. Yep. I've had R4s for a lot of them. Um, 
being a collector, I like to collect that sort of stuff. But a lot of these times, you can't get your hands on it. Like we've spoken about how much Chrono Trigger is yeah. uh, on the DS. It's like over $100. Not everyone can afford that. So the only way to play this old game, um, brilliant game, but old game, is to download it and play it as a ROM. And that's such a, a brilliant uh, time capsule of a game and still holds up today. And the, the story is so fantastic. It's actually... I think, a crime that people don't play it. So if you haven't played it, you should be going to jail. So would I, you say that this also preserves history that would otherwise be lost? That was going to be my point that uh, we talk about a little bit later on. I know I'll oh, shut up that. now. That is, that is like the preserving history to be lost. But are they ever lost? Because like I felt like there's so many games that I thought were lost in history, which I went, that's fine to emulate. And now they're all coming back on all these Final, weird The stores. original... Final Fantasy VIII source code has been lost for years. That's why we have not seen a remake of it. <laughs> the chat. I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> so I had. Um, so I started. I mean, I'm starting from new stuff. I don't usually hack stuff or try and rip anyone off. I do have a bunch of emulation things. I have a hyperspin unit. For those who don't know what a hyperspin is. It's basically um, a game service to back up all your games that you own. That I own. Every console behind the green screen. Uh, Through A to Z. It's basically a PC (laughs) that emulates being a a console. So so it is piracy, I'll admit. Kind of. It's not an A. No, no, because you own all those games. It is true. It is true. Um, I actually actually modded all the minis that just came out recently. So the mini SNES and the mini NES. To play the games you already own, just in one complete package. It is it's, true, it's it is good, true. Actually. Um I had the R4, I did the PS2. I had the old OG PS2 on the swap disc system where you had to you actually had to get a game back in the day when the very first uh, mod chips came out that was the bigger game had to be, had to be bigger in size than the game you were trying to like the copied game. So you had everyone went out and bought Kesson, which was the most amount of um, uh, space on the uh, disc. data you could put on a on, on a game. Apparently, this game just pushed it to the limit. So you'd put in your Kesson, and then you do a series of like you know, hold the the, the eject button while pressing this button. Oh, in. Yeah. It would open the tray, and then you'd, you'd swap your game in, which would trick it into thinking it had Kesson in there. That's it right. also had a chip in it as well, and it was like you know the swap disk system. I had that. Uh, oh my! I did the PS2 and stuff, but I actually lost interest. I got the sport for choice thing, which is why I don't do Game Pass anymore. I lost. In- I would we would go out and get ten games at a time, play like two of them, and then I lost interest in it and just started like when 360 came out. It was quite hard to when 360 first came out. It was quite hard to do any. Of that. I don't think anyone really did it that much. On no, 360. I don't think so. No, it was pretty, that was uh... the golden time because no one bothered or they were just like, I was happy to pay for games again. I was playing games all the way through to the end and that was... Yeah, yeah. that's why I stick to my rule of I, I, I won't do it until it's not being, it's not making money for the developer or the, or the things so that way... I'm not taking Tommy money from you. just started hacking the PS2. <laughs> Speaking of hack PS2s, I've oh. got a story that I've talked about. Uh, sorry, Dan, you want to go? Or... Oh, no, I'm just going to finish my bit. Um, with the Hyperspin as well, I find Hyperspin really a, an interesting vibe because Hyperspin has a website. Hyperspin has, as as a thing, Hyperspin has a Facebook group and stuff like that. They go on and they're like, you know, new torrent of every Game Boy, GameCube games up here, download here. And for some reason, like, they're just there all the time. Like, I, I yeah, here we are. We're on the website <laughs> right advertising now. Advertising the illegal stuff. The Hyperspin, I got to admit, the Hyperspin site is garbage go down this and look terrible. at it terrible yeah you can't even work out what's going on with it nothing's like, loading <laughs> <laughs> it, it's the I most garbage it, it's the most 90s garbage geocities.com yeah <laughs> um but I, dash fe so so these guys here they're they're a bunch of dudes you know they're they're like the the, the the warriors of like emulation these guys could get arrested like the um what are these guys? Oh, I can't remember what they're Well, called. no, because they're not selling anything. They're selling a program to run things. They're not giving you those games. They're not making money from those it games. It is true. Every they're single thing is... They're just giving you a program. There's ways around these things. So um, is, is emulation fine if you don't pay for it? Is that the word it is? No, I think emulation, uh, if you're hosting it on a server, is incorrect. But as we've said, I mean, I'm, I'm no lawyer, despite what my top says. I'm not a lawyer. I don't know the law. Um, I'm not a, and I'm not a wild stallion either. <laughs> Oh, we know. Uh, I'm a pretty frog guy. 
if it's there to back up your games, that's legal. You're allowed to back up your games. Um, but the way I see it and what Floppy touched on before, and I've said as well, I like emulation because it preserves those games and video game history. Um, CDs have a shelf life. Those CDs will start to degrade and any game that's on a compact disc medium won't exist because those things don't last forever. Carts are a different story. But uh, yeah, all your PS2, your PS1 games, the PS3 games that didn't come out on anything but a CD, there's a good chance that they could go away forever. So by emulating them, we're preserving those games uh, for history. Just look at all the Flash games that came out in the 90s that are, are no longer there. Um, I mentioned before, Final Fantasy VIII, that source code is gone, which is why we've never seen that. It's never been re-released. Uh, it, it's imperative, as someone who really loves video game history and the preservation of it, that we have this source code and these games available not only for people to experience but there to to make sure that others down in time can play that funky music Somebody yeah. at, have you tried to play a copy of et on the atari lately yeah i've got it have you really yeah i've got the car it's oh, not a bad up, game yeah. at all all hype yeah it is absolutely. that was hype hate yeah, absolutely <laughs> yeah it's a um, old, old school rumor that people latched on i'm here for the beards that said if i if i back up and then modify them uh, no if I back them up and then modify them, is that okay? I don't think so. Uh, speaking as a legal lawyer, uh, yes, you're completely okay. In fact, we here at Hack the Dino recommend that you <laughs> purchase games and, and, and pirate them. And what about... Are you ready for this one? This question is interesting. Do you think Nintendo would get angry at you getting a Nintendo cart and then putting a game you created on the cart <laughs> and then selling it? You know how, how Townsy does. Well, that's originally how... They're just outing him. But no, that's what that's what Nintendo did back in the day. Like, the game developers had to buy the carts from Nintendo to put their game on. Do you feel... Yeah, I know. So do you feel Nintendo would have a problem if someone bought out a Nintendo game now on an original Nintendo cart? Well, they do that over in Japan now anyway. And it's not a problem. Like, they release new games uh, for the Famicom and the Super Famicom over in Japan uh, and they're just all like, the time. I, uh, backyard programmers. Exactly. It's it's nothing over there. Like, I don't think they give a crap because it's not... Do you think, though, if someone bought out a game and it went Fortnite gangbusters, then they'd have a problem? If they suddenly uh, were making billions? <laughs> honestly, I think they'd probably try and um, uh, buy it. How'd that Super Mario Royale go? Exactly. <laughs> they took that down very quick, didn't mm. they? Anyway, that was great. Uh, I think it's time that we played a little game, Dan. What game? Uh, game. <laughs> versus called... the world. No, Hades. Ah, you oh, see, you did oh, your oh. intro like it was Dan versus the world. Yeah, that was a me. bit like that. So let's do our. Uh... Well, if only there was a show run that someone spent a lot of time doing. Sorry. Lizard <laughs> The mic there on, Bobby. <laughs> What are we playing here, Dan? And can I oh, play? no, I put it in sleep mode. <laughs> <laughs> oh, damn. I had it all set up and everything. Oh, um, Jesus Christ. You have it to stop it around, Braden, so I can see what's going on. You can see. I can't. No, I really can't. Oh, Dan can't see. Here, do you want me to do it? Give it here. Oh, here all we right, are. Here we go. So, uh, now, go. just a bit of backstory. Hades, everyone's been going on about Hades, about how good it is, how fantastic it is. I wasn't enamored of it when I saw the trailer and went oh, I'll probably skip that but then everyone has been saying how awesome it is Dan bought it and Dan what do you think I'm gonna get into that let okay me, cool let me get, all right, so I'm gonna like, try and teach you how to play this as we go along as well and so go into me. here you can see here I've done 24 runs of this game I have finished it oh kind of <laughs> I haven't seen anything about this game so this is my first so if you go back out of here Okay. I, I, I thought it would start us at the very, very, very start. It hasn't. That was the end? <laughs> no, this is your bedroom. <laughs> wow, what a great game. <laughs> Finished. So if you go out to the left. So here, this is so this is your main house. All right, so I'm going to... First thing I'm talking about. Oh, look at this dude. Is that Cerebus? So this is Hades. It is, actually. Uh, you can pat him. Yeah. Um, so this is Hades. Uh, it's out on the Switch and Nintendo. This is the Switch version we are playing right now. It's by Supergiant Games. They did games like Bastion, Transistor, and Pyre. Oh, oh, really good. What's this view called? Is it isometric? Isometric view. Isometric view games. Uh, it's a roguelike adventure game. Now, I know what you're thinking. Roguelikes? Mm, mm. Nah, I think exactly the same as that, and I think it's great. Make me bigger, Braden. <laughs> I want to be bigger. <laughs> That's not how life um, works. You've got to work out to do that. 
Yeah, it's true. Um, you play a Zagurus. Zag- I can't say his name. You, you play the son of Hades. And you have decided that you want to leave Ooh. hell. You want to go up to the top. Um, you want to go. Uh, you don't actually want to go to Earth. You have to go to Earth first, and then you want to go up Mount Olympus. So, your um, you have been. This is like not. That's just your little mate. Is he? You've been kept <laughs> hidden and masked. Um, Sorry, mate. From the Olympians, so like Zeus and all them. But uh, suddenly they they're catching wind that you exist, and they want to meet their like cousin and their nephews and stuff like that. Because you're all a massive family, so you know. Um, so you're trying to, uh, yeah, you're trying to escape the underworld to reach Mount Olympus. There is a huge cast of gods in this. So you've got all the greats. You've got the Achilles, you've got Zeus, you've got, you know, Athena, Poseidon, you've got them all, and that. Um, Braden's are saying, since this game came out, there has been so much fan art, thirsty dudes just wanting to really get into this. We'll get into that later. Everyone has been absolutely thirsting over every single god and I think it's because the art style is so good. Yeah, so the art style is beautiful. So I'm going to help Ben here. Wait, wait, wait. Go back out. Back out, Ben. So this is the room where you choose what weapon you're going to take into your run. I took the Thanos gauntlet. Alright, cool. So they're called called escape attempts because you're trying to get out of hell. What makes it great is when you die, you just end back up here because you can't die in hell, being the son of... And that's how they're doing the roguelike element kind of thing and making it make sense. Each time you have a, an escape attempt, though, it progresses the story. Everyone you speak to, like... And they even... Like, whatever you do in that attempt, like, say you get killed by, like, a certain enemy, they'll be like, oh, I saw that you got killed by the Minotaur. He's pretty tough, isn't he? Can you get his signature for me <laughs> next time you're out there? Um, and... Yeah, so the voice acting in this thing is what really, really, really... So you just go, like, go down and just go start. Um, Is really what pushes this game and really what everyone is loving. It's got this amazing voice acting. All the gods are very modern speaking in their way. So you can see here, Ben has just come in. This is his first escape attempt. As you come in, you get a boon from the gods. A random boon, and a boon is... So you have... Three attacks. So here you can see you talk, you got Ares this time. He says he's beard. You can see the art in this is wicked. And this is what people are creaming their pants over. The art in this scene. So you get to here to choose... Ben? What? I want to play. <laughs> right, when we're trying to explain what's going on. I don't care. I'm bashing up crystals. So ben has chosen the gauntlets. Uh, you have like a couple of attacks. You have your main attack, which is uh, that button he's pressing now, which is... What button Why? is it? Why? X, which is your, uh, a kind of a, an area hit, if you would, Ben. Uh, sure. Oh, no, that's an uppercut for this one. Um, a fires like your diamond out, which you can like turn into a range weapon later on, just depending on what you do. And then um, the bottom button is dash. Now, when he came in, he got a he got a choice of choosing a boon. Now, that one of the boons might be when you dash, it hurts people, or um, your main uh, weapon can freeze people. So, and then from then you build on your build, and, and that's how. And every time, so every depending on that first god, but then you meet other gods. So you can meet, then you'll meet like you know Hermes, and you'll be a, he'll give you you get the choice of three of his, and maybe one of them will be like a, a triple dash or something like that. So it's all about dashing. So dash and hit is a move. Yeah. So you want to do a lot of that because it gets very hectic very quick. A uh, great question from the chat here. Game Boy Dad wants to know, so since you're in hell and you're the son of Hades, uh, are you fighting good guys in this? No, you're fighting um, all the souls of hell. All the, the, the things. And you're creating lots of paperwork for your dad. You can see there Ben had two opportunities to leave the level. And on the, on the door, it actually shows you in the, what you will get as your reward in the next room. So you can choose your way. You might want to choose like some health. If you've got low on health, you might want to choose like, oh, you can see there that, that you, it'll tell you what god will you might get a boon from. I don't know what Ben chose, he's ran in there. Um, yeah, yeah, you always do dashing. Dashing is very important in this game to get out the way of stuff because it takes a lot of time to run things. Um, what is really good about this game is that you have, you're always, even though it's a roguelike, you see there you have 20% more, 25% more on your life, which is down the corner. That there, so that that upgrades when you're back and you've died and you're back in your house, you can upgrade your house. So there'll be different things in your house when you come back from a run, or it actually changes the map. So this is all procedurally generated. 
So you can do stuff like there'll be more a percentage chance that you'll get a health fountain as one of the rooms or, or a shop or something like that. Um, yeah, so you never ever feel like you're not um, progressing in the game. And it does that by like you do lose all your boons when you leave, but you keep all your darkness and darkness is what powers you up, um, uh, which is in your magic mirror, which is in your bedroom that we saw at the start. Um, Another great question from the chat. Uh, yep. I'm here for the beards. Ask, does the melee get stale at all? No, because the, Ben has chosen this melee weapon, but all the other weapons are completely different. You've got a bloody rocket launcher and a machine gun for one of them. And every run that you do with a weapon that you, do, you kill a boss with, you get a certain item if you kill it the first time with that weapon. So it encourages it to come back, cool. come back through. And as I said, every time, and then your story keeps on getting deeper and deeper. You find that, you know, starts on being about your mother and stuff like that. And it's all about getting to the surface. And you see here, since you've only, um, that's a POM, a POM of power. It's a pomegranate that gives, so that, that's main thing. All it does is upgrade one of your boons. So now you have level two of that one you chose. Keys. Um, POM looks big in this. Yeah, all POM POM. Keys do stuff like you can upgrade uh, your magic mirror so you can give yourself more things to spend your darkness on. You've got dark, you collect darkness because of your mother, which is Nyx. And that's her power, and she runs hell. She ran hell before Hades in, in the tradition, and that's keeping to that. You can do a lot of, a lot of dodging here, the skulls. Try not to land on the spikes. Spikes? Hey, uh, spikes bad. Good thing here with when the. Uh, Screen gets a bit more hectic. Um, another question from the chat from uh, good old Havoc. Uh, what's the frame rate like on the Switch? Um, I have had it slow down a bit, um, but it usually keeps it pretty good, if you know what I mean. Here we have a shop that's sh at Sharon. He's like the guy, you know, he takes you across the River Sticks. Yep. You can buy, so you can see here, um, not that you have enough money, you've only got 66, but they're two boons. So you've got a Hermes boon there and the Hunter woman, I can't remember her name, or you can, get some, or you can get some McDonald's. <laughs> to get your life up. You can't do it, so you have to leave. Here we're going into a Poseidon. Like, so you're Poseidon. Poseidon. You're, uh, so he does stuff. The best boons are... Under the sea. So here you've got a mini boss. You will probably die in this one. Sweet. I'm quite more powerful than you usually are. You can see you want to kind of dodge out of the way whenever there's a laser on you. Um, it is hard. You have chosen a pretty grindy weapon. <laughs> That's alright. I like smashing things. But yeah, um, this game is my game of the year. I can't stop playing this game. I cannot stop playing. What are you saying? Well, so, here we go here. So you come in, you get a boon, he'll he'll come in, he says his piece. The voice acting is great. Um, you guys in the chat, uh, watch it now, you can hear it, we can't hear it. The art is good. So, it's all a little heady. So, the Olympus gods are all on your side because they haven't met them and you're a, a family member of them. So they're trying to get you out of Hades. Um, the problem is, uh, no, your dad's Hades. He's trying to get out of... Um, the underworld. The problem is the underworld is completely designed so no one can escape it. And your dad knows you're escaping, but every time you die, you come back at the house and he's just like, so yeah, have you stopped your, your dad's a jerk. He goes, you stopped your stupidity yet? And then um, he's like, you never get out. You're a jerk. You're a worthless jerk. And you hate him so much. It's so good. Well, uh, these big, big boys. Boy. So you can do your uppercuts. Oh yeah. Sure, See that? He, so I've got knock on them so that can knock them back. So yeah, you can do an uppercut and things. So you can mix up your attacks by pressing double buttons and stuff like that. It's very, very intuitive. And it's just the most interesting roguelike, funnest game that I can't put down. And I, the only reason, like, oh, and then there's the music. The music is A. It's I was all, about to comment on the music because I'm able to hear it. it. Like, before it was just like, it's like obviously there's a lot like, of combat <laughs> noises right now. But yeah, it sounded great. Yeah, that, the music is beautiful. Very modern music. Um, beautiful just wicked score metal rock and stuff like that you yourself as your character at, oh, I call him Zag because everyone calls him Zag um, he just is such this charming dude he's so likable and and he's just um, he's vo I think he's voiced by just one of the the, the programmers did it like or something like that don't go there oh what's that, that? that's advanced stuff Okay. Go there. So here we got a palm of power, or or look at this one up here. Go into this room. So here you get a choice of uh, go in there. You'll get a choice of two boons, two gods. So you choose what's god. But then the other, whatever one you choose, the other god is going to get annoyed at you and throw a whole bunch of dudes at you, and then um, you're going to get over there. 
I'm getting money. Uh, you're going to get an opportunity. Um, so whatever one, you, you piss off one and make one happy here, and then they're going to come and attack you. But then at the end, they're like, you know what? You did pretty good then. We're good mates again. Can you see here? So, so you've got the bottom one, Fury. What's that one say? Uh, you deal more damage when slamming foes into barriers. Yeah, that's not very good. What about the next one up? So these are the things you have to choose. So this is what changes your game. Your build that you're going in. And yeah, my favorite build is Athena because you get like uh, deflecting all of attacks and then... and See, so now here, and now Ares is going to be like, oh, I'm a bit disappointed in you. So he's now going to send a whole bunch of dudes in there. And then at the end, you'll Bring get his Ares. as well. Bring it on. What a cool guy. But yeah, so... The, le the the depth in this game is chronically good, but it's such a slow burn in learning that you just become so good at it. And this, you keep wanting to know the story, you keep wanting to do it. And I've actually I've actually gotten out, and um, and that's when the game actually starts. It's one of them where you're like, oh, I thought this was gonna be it. Oh, is that what this game's about? And then you're like, yes, yeah, sick. Just kicked his ass. Nice. Another uh, quick question from the chat, uh, Dylan. The villain asks, uh, is the game actually like difficult, or what's what's the, what's no, the I'm just really like? good. No, uh, he is playing a pretty... Oh, this is the first level zone. I've been playing a lot. <laughs> um, so his character is quite leveled up now. You start with, like, you know, 50 health. Either he's starting with 125 and stuff like that. And very... I've, I've powered up a lot of his things. But, yeah. See there, you just chose... So now your dash creates doom. Sweet. I so that, that, affects, that affects the enemies with doom. So basically, doom... Um, if once they're affected with doom, they, after, like, two... Like... 0.8 of a second, Doom will hurt them. So, do you know what I mean? So now you're becoming more powerful. But the next time you play it, whatever the first boon is might be different and it will just feel completely different and you'll just go like, oh yeah, I get this. You haven't even used one of your any like your, your ranged attack. Yeah, don't need to, mate. Yeah, you don't. Yeah, mate. Not in these levels. Um, the bosses are great. They change up as well. So, you, uh, you know, you, you fight a Fury first named Meg. <laughs> or Megalana, whatever. Real, yeah, yeah. Um... And you're like quite, like, you know, she's like, I'm going to get you. I've been sent by like your dad to bring you back home. You beat her. And then, like, when you go back to the house, she's in the bar. And she's like, don't speak to me. I'm in so much trouble. Like, and you actually <laughs> end up having this beautiful relate, kind of relate rapport with her all the time, even though you beat her. And then one... Ooh, what can I buy? And then, like, uh, you get a Palmer Pag, you can get a Persona, you can get some McDonald's. I'll get this. Um, you can also get, uh, which is amazing, you can get items off of... Uh, you can get items from a room and then you can give items to the gods and all the characters and they will give you an item back and then you can take that item at, well, you know when you chose your weapon there's like a, a cupboard there mm -hmm. that's where you keep your items so you can choose an item to put on before you go into that level it's just uh, it's just something else there's and uh, Dan you were saying uh, the other day that uh, you got home from work and you were playing this? Yeah, so I got home from work, started playing it as soon as I got home, and then suddenly it was bedtime. And then I went to bed, so I played it the whole time. I ignored my family. I'm fight, fighting the Furies. Uh, so this is... Oh, hello. Who's it? Which... Oh, so this is Meg. So yeah, you fight Meg at the start, and then I was fighting Meg like for hours and hours and hours, and then suddenly it was just one of the other Furies. And, um... Uh, this other one, and then, yeah, so it, the game starts changing the bosses on you, and then it, it, it's a roguelite, but it keeps changing. It's really cool, but like, and it, it's never frustrating when you, when you die, because you've always got something to upgrade your character, there's something you want to try, and it's that kind of thing, you're like, oh, it's one in the morning, I've died. You get back, you upgrade your character, you get a new weapon, you're like, maybe just one more run, and then it's morning. <laughs> like, and I did that. Yeah, I went to bed the other night and I just, like, you know, like, dreamed about it constantly all night and I was fine with that. <laughs> but yeah, anyhow, um, this is my game of the year. Um, I think it might be game of the year material. I reckon this will come up on so many people's things. Um, ben, what do you think? As someone, oh, it's you, pretty cool. I mean, you haven't heard any of the dialogue, you know any of the story or anything here. Yeah, um, I mean, that's one thing that really gets me into a game, the story and the dialogue. Yeah, you start um, learning... Um, so you her. wouldn't have beat her the first time around. Shit, sure. Uh, you're, you're playing a very a high build at the moment of a character. See here, you got... Maybe I'm just that good. Did we say how much this was? Uh, I think it's about $32 on the Switch. No. No? It's it's quite up there. Oh, okay. Um, $38? What? $38? <laughs> I 
I can find if you like. No, Maybe no, right. no. It might be thirty eight dollars. I just always, I just don't know how much games are these days. Um, well, that's pretty cool. I reckon I might give it another crack. Uh, I like. It does it. look cool. I reckon I might give it a go. Um, but we spent a bit of time on that, so I reckon, Dan, do you want to ha- say a quick happy birthday, and then we'll get on to Dan versus the world? Yeah. So happy birthday to. On Wednesday was this guy's 30th birthday. Give me Braden. Give me Yay. a crutch. Yay. So the gold Sega game. You existed. Yeah, the old Sega game gear. This is the one. Ben actually got this off Ben this week, actually. Indeed. It's got the old Master Gear converter in the back, so I can play my Master System games. It actually uses a, I use that as a good stand, because it can stand itself. Um, 30 years. So this is all. Um, I'm a massive Sega fan. Um, ben is a Nintendo guy. Braden's PlayStation. No one knows what Floppy likes. Um, Xbox, Xbox. You're my Xbox. Uh, just wanted to say happy birthday, 30th happy birthday to this guy. I have the TV tuner. Do you know my mate used, because I used to watch the TV on this. My yeah, mate used, built a, um, a clamp for this on his bunk bed to put up like, and sit there <laughs> with the TV tuner. He used to sit and watch TV on this because it was back in the day when, you know, TVs weren't the most. Um, they weren't much bigger than that anyway. No, but yes, happy birthday to the to the beautiful little Game Gear, thirty years old. Hey, happy birthday, Game Gear. You, happy birthday, happy birthday, happy birthday. I understand that. Thirty nine dollars. It is. All right, let's play Dan versus the world. Dan versus the world. Timing. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. That game that you all hang around to watch, which is why we put it at the end of the show because we need those views. Uh, we are playing the musical quiz called Dan vs. the World, in which Dan, representing Dan, takes on the world represented by Brayden and Floppy. I have four songs from video games, past, present, or future. I'll play the first five seconds, or how much I feel like playing, of the first song, and then Dan and Team World will take it in turns going backwards and forth. Asking questions to see if they can guess where this game appeared in which which game. Man, I always get a almost get a good run each week. One of these days, there, I will get it and we will cheer. It will be fantastic. And so me anyway, and Floppy have taken our glasses off because we can't see without them, so the chat can't spoil. If you know it and you're in the chat, please don't spoil it. Yeah, otherwise um, Biden gets cancelled, and he's basically the only one who's good at this game. Um, I have I've had some pre-written questions here, but I can't see them. Okay, <laughs> I will say the songs that I've chosen. Don't ask who the developer is. I don't know. You'll be wasting your question. Okay, here we go. Song number one. Man, that is hot. Ooh, that's funky. Okay, question number one, Dan. Um, what is this on a disc or a cartridge? Uh, I, I don't think it had a or physical... Or digital. It, I... It may have had a special edition physical release on a cartridge. Pretty sure no disc, but definitely digital. I should change my... Yeah, World? Question number one. What year was this released in? Uh, it was released this year, I think. I don't know. This year's been kind of weird. Uh, I think this year, definitely this year or last year. It's a very modern game. I love that people in the chat are making Dayton jokes. <laughs> <laughs> um, what, was, what was Floppy's question, sorry? Uh, what, what year, what was, it year was it? You don't know? Uh, this year or last year? Some year. Um, w- so it was digital. Mm-hmm. What is the main protagonist in the game? If there is a protagonist. The protagonist doesn't have a name that I can recall. Uh, what is it? It's a humanoid. Okay. Humanoid. Mm-hmm. That, was that it's a careful wording? Humanoid. Yeah, the well, I don't want to cast aspersions. Mm. Or whatever. Uh, well, question number two. Um, what... Uh, what... What's it, what's your main course of action in this game? Uh, to to run, <laughs> I guess. To run. Yeah, let's go with that. Okay. So, so is that your main goal? Well, it's what you, what you're doing in order to get to your goal. Okay. Yeah, all right. Um, it's sort of you know one of the all right. What? No, I'm not going to go into. What that. art style is it? Uh, it's really psychedelic and trippy and lovely oh. and awesome. Ooh. Well, question number three. Oh, Floppy, it sounds like you got something to I've got, got a picture in my head of this game and I can't fall off me remember the name of it. <laughs> um, we asked what concert, what's it on. Did it... Oh, sorry. It's, the, it's our question, right? Yep. Yeah. Did this almost get banned? Not to my knowledge. Okay. What no, console no. is it on? Uh, it's on Switch, uh, Xbox One and PlayStation. And Apple Arcade. No, it's on all of them. <laughs> okay. okay. Question number four... 
Well, um, I had a question, and then it's thrown me. No, Dan asked as well. Oh, what yeah, he, he asked what? real quick. What yeah. console? Uh, I asked what console. Yeah. Um, oh, I had something like seconds ago. Um, and the fact that chat is just discussing Dayton is <laughs> for, those who for the chat for the confused people in the chat. We accidentally called Brayden Dayton at the start. <laughs> yes, we stuck. all did. We all called Brayden Dayton. We're all to blame. It's like Dr. Dre. So let's I'll take move that. it on. Dr. Um, Day. Uh, okay. Um, Come on, Dayton Dixon. <laughs> shut up. Uh, I, all right, I'm going to still want to dance questions that he has over here. Uh, do, 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 do. Uh, what tools do you use? I uh, use a motorbike um, and a sword at one point, but that's about it. What? Right. Question number five, Dan. What genre of game is this? It's an infinite runner. Oh, okay. no, it could five. be anything. An infinite runner. I, if I make a guess and it's wrong, does he get it? Oh, what's the game so called? This is, this is your last... Yeah, I know what it is as well, and so I can't remember. So this is question five. Oh. Yeah. So you get a free free guess after this. If you guess now and get it wrong, yes, he gets the point. But if you wait for after this question, okay, it's a free guess. Do, have you got a question, Brayden? Oh, did we talk about it when we were talking about Apple Arcade games? Yeah. Yes. Oh. I know as well. Okay, free, free I, quest. Am I, is my question is, am I allowed to look up the, what the game's called on my phone? <laughs> no, but what you can do is just take a while step because uh, you're after your five questions, so... It doesn't matter if you get it wrong. Make him go problem. first. No, no, it's you first. It's oh, always you first. Fuck you. Is it? Oh, I have no idea what it's called. I'm just going to have to guess some kind of cool name. Is it? I'm trying. I hope it will come out when I start talking. <laughs> Is it? Oh, oh. No, I haven't got anything. I don't know. Is it? Uh, Is it? Oh, my God. It's three words. Yeah, three words. Is it? I don't know. Textile babies. No. What? World? Is it Hyperlight Drifter? No. It's no? Sayonara Wild Hearts. That's it. Damn it. So at the end of the first oh. question, it's uh, the world on 35. Dan's still on the lead at 36. Man, that was Cute. infuriating knowing what the game was, but having no clue what the title Temple was. Temple Run 3000? <laughs> <laughs> it was. Uh, that's a very frustrating game, but I never finished it because about halfway through, there's a ridiculous beat changing level where. It's sort of like the Battletoads um, runner where you have to dodge uh, partitions, mm. but it changes with the beat. Damn. And it's ridiculous. I hated okay. it, so I stopped playing it. I love Temple Run. All right, here we go. Song I number don't. two. Oh! The 90s coming at you. Oh. Yeah. That was... All right, question number one. Suck a dick, Fred Durst. <laughs> Um, what genre of game? So I didn't have anything planned. Is that? Uh, it's a racing game. What oh. year was it released? Don't know. Um, okay, instead of that, what console did it release on? Uh, most of them. <laughs> so, are you saying PlayStation Two-ish? Yeah, that era. I guess. Yeah. All right. What? Dan. PlayStation Two-ish. Yep. <laughs> what did Bongo say? <laughs> Uh, uh, oh, I don't know what it is. I right? know what it is, but like, I need to narrow it down. So, what? what when did you say it was out? Sorry, uh, PS Two era. era. I think. Does that mean? Does that mean it was on PlayStation Two? I think so. First. Uh, sure. Correct. I don't know. No, two thousand five, according to Game Boy Dad. So I'm gonna I'm gonna try one of my like pull guesses out of the thing because I I fear it's that car game that we we're talking about, but I just don't know which one. Is it? Are you going to trick me here? Is it need for speed? You haven't said no yet. Heart pursuit? No. Ah! <laughs> most wanted? <laughs> most wanted. Yes. Yeah. Oh. oh, so 36 see, apiece. I couldn't remember. what. I, I, I realized I didn't I, know uh, any of the rest anyway. I knew I knew it was most wanted because that is the like opening song to the main menu. Yeah. And most wanted was the one I played the most. That was the one with the downhill drift race. Is it the yeah. one you no. most wanted oh, and that, got? That was, um, that was Carbon. Oh, it was too. Um, the one that was most wanted was where you had to go through the God pink damn. slip <sighs> list on the wall and you had to yeah. race people and steal their cars and the cops come after you it's great song number three 
Dang, question number one. And I know that, but I can't. It's on the tippy toe of my tongue. The tippy toe <laughs> of your tongue. Um, what? Don't shame. What genre? Platformer. Question number one, world. Did you answer his question of what genre? Yeah, platformer. Oh, okay. Yeah. What was that dead air then for so long? I was it's like, because Braden's thinking. What do you? What do you play as? Nah, plumber. <laughs> <laughs> Dan, question number two. Fuck's sake. <laughs> oh, no. Because what year did it come out? Uh, 80... All right, that's right. That's fine. Stop. Okay. <laughs> what? Question number no, two, he world. gets to answer it. No, he doesn't. <laughs> he yeah, did. He does. 80s. Question number two. <laughs> what was... No, no, you've already answered. No. Oh, question that... for the world. Brayden, do you have a question? Nah, you go for it. I don't know how to narrow them down. Have we seen it on this episode? Ish? No. Okay. It's Super Mario Brothers. It's the end. end Question thing. number three, Dan? Is it Super Mario Brothers? Or NES? No. Oh, <clears throat> what's it on? It's Super Mario Brothers 2 for the Famicom Disk System. There it is. Or is the Lost the... Levels is what it's called. Uh, yeah, Lost, Lost Levels. Hang on, but isn't that the same music from the end of Super Mario Brothers? Yeah, it's basically the same game, but it's a massive troll game. But it's still a separate game. <laughs> but that music is exactly the same music Ooh. from Super I Mario. I know, it's almost like you had three more questions you could have sort of dug out and narrowed it down. Jeez, <laughs> oh, what a... What a what but a, it's the same song. What a shame! <laughs> what a it is shame. from the game I said. What a shame. So the world's on 37 and Dan's on 36. Okay, here we go, Dan. You've got to, you've Ooh, got to get this. Is there one more? Wait, leave it on. I want to keep hearing that. <laughs> Whoa, what was that? I have no idea. One. Can I request more? <laughs> I want to hear the rest. I just want to hear more. Great! Oh man! What a bop! Alright, uh, we better stop. We're gonna lose. Question number one, Game Boy Dad, if this is Zelda, like, I'm playing a Zelda game. <laughs> Holy hell! Uh, well, question number one. Oh man. Um, what was your question? Play more. You wanted to hear more. <laughs> what console was it on? Uh, PlayStation. Four. Okay. <laughs> that changes it so much. Yeah, right. That props not a Zelda game. game. <laughs> Have we? Uh, question number two, Dan. We talked about it in the show. No, not the show. Okay. Um, what uh, what do you play as? Play as a guy. Is he is he a big guy or a small guy? Is that your question? Yep. He's pretty big. <laughs> he's, he's pretty big. He's a big guy. Big guy. Okay. Like bigger. Well, I think bigger than a person. Like big or. Because oh, normal is just a person size. He's not. Well, define the height of a normal person. A roundabout person size. Give me, give me. Uh, so it's not six foot. Big is like oh, six foot. Yes, six foot. Oh, as I say, big is like a building. Six size. foot. Six foot. Six foot. So he's six not. Foot. He's a okay, normal. Well, he's a human size. Six foot. Well, what's your uh, what's your main course of action here? Uh, to get to the end <sighs> of the game. Of the course. That's the same the as course. every game. Okay. What was it on? PlayStation, PlayStation 4. 4. What were the question questions that four? we have written down? Mm. No, no, none of that. No, no, the questions that we oh, have as no, an example. No, no, I'm picking up the phone, Floppy. You should have thought about this earlier. I was going to do it when mm. you could see. No. Question number oh. four. Well, see, I think Braden's just got the hint. Yeah, I think I just out. got it. Huh. Yeah, I like that. Is it four guys? It wasn't your turn. Fuck. Oh, really? Whose turn was it? Braden. Oh, Braden got it. Damn it! I thought it was, I thought we were waiting well, on me. I mean, either way, that's not the full title, Dan. So I mean, ultimate knockout four guys. That's wrong too. <laughs> for that knockout, but I believe it's the world's turn. It is world. Brain. Four guys, ultimate knockout. You're all got it. Yeah. God damn. <laughs> See, six I, foot. I, they're six foot. They're six foot tall. Who do you play? A guy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Thank you for yeah. once. I was being truthful. Yeah, I got that. Man, is that the music in say, that game? I didn't yeah, say it's the title. I didn't that's say you were being bad. No, you. Were, no, they did. Oh. They did. They did. 
I thought you were waiting on me that they said their thing because I wasn't listening. <laughs> so at the end of that episode of Dan vs. The World, the world is on 38 and Dan is on 36. Boo! Ooh, I plummeted. You, I choked. Take us out, Brayden. We have been Hack the Dino. This has been our live show, or it could be the afterlife show. That's or the afterlife show. The afterlife show, where we're all died and gone to heaven, and this is what you got. Sorry, there is no good place. It's it's all bad with us talking. Uh, you can see us over on YouTube.com backslash Hack the Dino. We encourage you to go over there, like some videos, subscribe, tell your friends, share it around, stir it in a big pot, and make a nice quiche. It's good for everyone. Uh, you can also head on over to twitch.tv backslash hackthedino where we come to you live each and every second Friday uh, coming up after this one. Just go to Twitch and, and do the follow thing. You'll get notified. It'll be fine. Follow thing. It'll be fine. Just trust us. Uh, if you don't like our faces, cool. Don't blame you. Head on over to SoundCloud or iTunes or Spotify and listen to the podcast episode. But be sure to leave a review. Again, tell your friends. Pass it on. Say you, you'd like this. Please li listen. I, I, kid needs food, man. I feel that people aren't spamming the em emotes like they should be. Patreon.com backslash hack the dinos where you can go to help keep the mics on. These lovely new expensive mics that you guys helped us get to make us sound all purdy like. Uh, so patreon.com backslash hack the dino for as little as $2 a month. You can join the Discord. You can get your name down the bottom. You can get all kinds of special things. $10 a month, you get Dino More, which is a bonus show. It's even more awesome. Uh, Dan, do you have something you'd like to plug? Yeah, so if you don't mind uh, listening to me, I have a horror podcast called Terrorvision Horror Podcast. I do that every week, <laughs> eh? Mm, yeah. um, it's just uh, over on SoundCloud or all major podcasting services. It's where me and Jennifer Strand, uh, we basically, we pick one film a week, which is what we do now, and we basically pull it apart scene by scene. It's, uh, is there lots of blood and sinew when you pull it apart? Oh, yeah. There's like, there's, there's gibbles and gobbles. You do collect limbs. It's true. Um, this week we're doing Grindhouse. Nice. So, um, okay. Which one. is actually two films, kind Dead of. Death Proof and what's the other one? Uh, Planet Terror with Planet all the fake trailers in it and stuff like that. Yeah. We also go over all the the horror news that's happened that, uh, for that week. It's a weekly one. It goes up every Wednesday. Check it out on the SoundCloud. Follow us. We've got seven followers. <laughs> <laughs> Floppy, what do you want to plug? Uh, if you want to jump over onto the old Instagram, check out uh, Floppy Plays Games. Have a look at the stuff that I buy, the stuff that I like, the stuff that I find, the stuff that I get given. And there's pictures of it. Wow. What was that? <laughs> I don't know. That was Dan dropping the mic. That was me dropping the Switch remote. Even onto. better. Brayden. Um, yeah. Hi, Hi guys. Oh. Sorry, Drayden. Drayden oh. Drayden Bixen um, I have Wheat Bixen Wheat Bixen I have I have a movie podcast with uh, some of my mates it's movies with Drayden where he brings it's, you all the best uh, Drayden news it's millennial movie talk Drayden Wheat Bix is he MMT <laughs> millennial movie talk uh, myself and my mates we get around talk about the movie news what we've been watching review some stuff uh, especially when there's new releases um, and you can catch him in Game of Thrones as Lord Drayden <laughs> damn it um, recently we talked about uh, we talked about Empire of the Sun uh, we talked about Warrior from 2011 Empire and, uh, of the, the band uh, no not the band the uh, Steven Spielberg film uh, and we reviewed uh, Trial of the Chicago 7, which is coming out to Netflix very soon. And uh, uh, Borat 2. Oh. Hey, what's the full name of that one? Uh, very nice. That's a bonkers Have you said the full title. name of that film? Yeah. It's I a, haven't. It's, um... Oh, Catalie Portman. Anyway, I also do a uh, offshoot called Retro Trigger, where you can listen to people who I talk to about retro things. We currently uh, have the episode with Ben Sachs from Toy Power Podcast, where he talks about He-Man and the Masters of the Universe. That guy is one knowledgeable dude. Uh, coming up next month, we have Mr. A-Game on, talking about the Nintendo 64. He's got an amazing story, which he's talked about a little bit on the show, but we delve a little bit deeper into that podcast. Uh, coming up, we have got some episodes on Ultraman, on Godzilla, Dino Riders, and Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. The, um, uh, the, toy, the podcast Toy Man. Toy <laughs> Podcast Toy Man. Oh, yes. Toy what, power, what's it called? Toy, uh, the power, toy power, power Podcast guys said to me that they were really, really impressed with our Dragon Ball episode. That we, they thought they were like, we learned so much. Like, really? Yeah, it's actually one of the better ones uh, performance-wise, I think. Yeah. It, oh, it's really? It's doing very well. Yeah, doing very well. 
Anyway, we've been Hack the Dino. You've been awesome, but we've been more awesome. I have it on good authority from my mum no, and Drayden. Thank you very much to the chat for hanging out with us tonight and chatting up a storm, doing the emotes. And remember, if you want to support us over on Patreon, go over to patreon.com backslash Hack the Dino and you can support us over there for just a couple of heaps of bucks. But you, if you don't have bucks, that's fine. Just telling a friend, sharing on the social medias, liking us on Instagram and Facebook and, and all those stuff. Helps out too. Leaving a review, sharing, Do all that liking, stuff. I know the guys... Doing this. Uh, the, the bloody Dino uh, Patreon teams. I know you guys do it and thank you very much. But if you don't, maybe today, you know, just share this on the old Braden, socials. Braden, he's gone senile. He doesn't know what he's saying. Just, <laughs> just go? Just, just he'll keep going otherwise. All right, cool, oh, cool. We're rating Pixel 2. <laughs>